Hello and welcome back to The Mesa, a weekly Westworld podcast where we break down all the episodes and all the shit we don't know. Now we're going to be talking about episode 7, so if you've not caught up on episode 7, blah blah blah, go watch it. And joining me today is Brandon. Hello, Brandon. Hello. And Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Hi, Jake. We do not have Tom this week. Tom is um, gallivanting around the world. Tom goes on many trips. He's I think this one eating is vaguely work-related. Oh, yeah, he... He's just he eating had, wawa. Uh, he sent a picture of this like hot pot thing that he was making with some friends the other day, and it looks so freaking good. I wanted it real bad. But Tom, please bring some back. Can you please <laughs> make it for us in Minneapolis? That'd be amazing. yeah. Just uh, well, I'm not gonna be there. You gotta mail it to me. Can you please mail me some. I don't even know if that's possible. Is hot pot just fondue? It's just just like Asian fondue. Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay. But I don't really know the concept of it. Like hot pot, you just cook the food in a boiling pot of stew. It's not like anything sticks to it. Okay. Well, it's okay. So like fond- the fondue where you cook stuff rather than like the cheese or whatever. Yeah. Or the chocolate. Yeah. Speaking of chocolate, this episode was saucy. <laughs> Somebody tell me what, what what the episode title means. Let's just and what language it's in, Brandon. So look this up. Yeah, so it's in French and it means tormented, which I think really really fits with the episode. Oh, does it really? Yep, oh, that's great. It literally transfers okay. to tormented. That's so great. Does anybody speak French? In, any of the hosts are vaguely French. I guess the madam is the only Frenchy thing. Well, I, mean, I always technically think Clementine. Maeve. Oh, yeah. good job. Clementine is French too. But maybe she can speak all French. languages. All languages ever. Except <laughs> except for uh, the uh, the mesh network to like actually talk to other hosts, just like still speak to them in some language. It's like the Google uh, was it Google Google Duplo Duplex thing? Mm-hmm. Where it's like well, we've reinvented an API, it's called talking. We're just gonna have our robot talk. And if a robot talks on the other end, we're just gonna have two robots talking to each other. There's a better way. It's just, there's a... So I guess there's a better way to translate it. I guess the Google Translate is kind of a diff- little different. But what it's supposed to be f- like meaning towards is like the maimed or the bruised or the flayed. Oh. Okay. It's supposed to be That's... a little bit that way, which still makes sense. So it's like a, a physical, like a tortured thing? Yeah, yeah. So Sick. like it's like people use it in Quebec as a way to describe something that's been scratched accidentally. Or something that's been wounded right. by friction. Okay. All right. There's a lot to unpack there that I won't be able to. I'm sure they, they have like 40 ways that that could apply to oh, yeah. the host in this episode. Well, you have, you know, regional, you know, dialect as well. So it could change depending where you're at. Yeah, that's true. And I speak. So, so in this episode, uh, we had a lot of things answered, which is awesome. I've been waiting for an episode like this. We knew it was coming at some point where it was just kind of things were starting to wrap up or questions that we had were actually starting to close. Uh, and we learned a lot this episode. We learned that the control unit that Bernard had printed in the secret fab lab was Ford, that Ford secretly squirreled himself away in the uh, cradle before he had Dolores shoot him in the head, that uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently Ford can like inhabit and control Bernard's host brain, which could explain a lot of what we see on the beach in a couple of weeks uh, at Westworld time. And what else do we learn? We learned, learned other shit. I had written down the other things that we learned. Uh, but now I don't know where they are. 
Oh, uh, the cradle. Oh, how the cradle gets destroyed. So this is like closing the gap to me between what we see as the current time. Bernard wakes up on a beach, and we're like watching the flashbacks get closer and closer and closer to that time. And there's this weird little dotted line that goes between those two periods that's coming into sharper and sharper resolve every week. So I, I like seeing how close those are getting and thinking about what happens in the intervening time, but now we know, now we know some things. Um, so I, I'm very happy with this episode. What did you guys think about this one? I thought it was great. Uh, I thought it tied up a lot of loose ends. Um, you know, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of eye-opening experiences. Like I know we'll touch on it later as far as like the man in black, like, is he really a host or is he, you know, <laughs> is he human um a lot of these did I and mean, i know we hear that delos never really perfected their um what they were going for as far as you know giving another body for people to live forever because they can't survive outside of the park so we can't even i think that's what we get a little bit from ford is that they can't even a human brain can survive digitally no problem but a human brain put back into meat space i guess i don't know how they do that but i guess it's in a control unit the same one well, no, that makes sense yeah yeah uh, oh yeah yeah no that does make sense they, put, they try and put them in a control unit i guess like they did with Dillis senior and then the brain goes crazy and i think that that but wait how can ford go into Bernard, that's what i'm wondering too like that mm. that that really like i want to know how that's supposed to work like is that is there two consciousness consciousnesses inside of one control unit or is that you know just ford because he seems like he can take over whenever he wants to like that scene in the hallway when he's gunning down oh, God, those like security that, agents the last scene with the flashing yeah, it was so good. Have both of you seen the latest Black Mirror season four? Yeah, the uh, one with the the teddy bear yep. or the monkey? Yep. No, monkey, I love you. Totally ripped oh, off. Shit, I can't talk about it. Monkey wants a hug. Total so ripoff. That if you a total ripoff. What was that ripoff of? I didn't know that. It was a thing. No, I'm saying that Westworld ripped off. Oh, it's Black ripped Mirror. off of that. <laughs> Goddamn copying Black Mirror. Yeah, uh, Brandon. Once you see that uh, episode of season four. Um, You'll know which one the, from Monkey Loves You, Monkey Wants a Hug, or whatever. It's it's exactly this problem, and it's weird because yeah, like how how did the two brain I use brain loosely? How did the two peeps exist in the same control unit? It's like being bipolar. Really is, well, why is and maybe that's no, that doesn't make sense. I'm wondering why we don't see the same Delos Senior effects with Ford in. Bernard's control unit. Well, he and said, why is it not even exacerbated? Well, he said that, like, I guess it's because he's only interacting with Bernard, so it's like two AIs interacting with each other. So mm. he's not having to... But he's not the AI. This Ford is, is the only example of non-human consciousness that came from a human, the same way Delos Sr. did. They downloaded his brain, so Ford downloaded his brain. Well, or... Mm, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, that doesn't have I'll, to be the case. I'll give you the it simple answer. He could have answer. created it. Yeah, go ahead. It's in the script. <laughs> it's, it's a plot hole I have to open. <laughs> so it, there's a whole thing in this in this episode 
where Ford is talking to, that was this one, right? Where Ford takes Bernard, yeah, in the um, in the cradle to, no, that was the last episode, right? The Where they go to the house, Bernard's, uh, Arnold's house? Is mm-hmm. that this episode? That was this episode because yeah. the the last episode was him seeing him. Well, oh, two hello, episodes ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he takes him to Arnold's house, like the 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 house they saw in Singapore or whatever when he was in Dolores a couple episodes ago. And Ford is basically telling him uh, Delos wants to make hosts exactly like humans. Let me see the word fidelity again. With all of their flaws, the mur- most murderous species that's ever existed. And Ford is saying that the hosts are different. They're unique. They're new. They're like new construction, basically. They're not a copying of something old. Uh, and that they're better, inherently better that way. So I guess I was assuming at first that the Ford consciousness that's in the cradle is like a download of his brain the same way they did for Dillis Sr. But it doesn't necessarily have to be that. It could be that the living Ford constructed this digital Ford in his likeness over decades and made this digital Ford and gave him fidelity by testing him in the cradle or whatever else. And now it's a fully constructed Ford uh, in the likeness of alive for but not exactly a download of his brain like Delos Sr. And then he could survive in a host body indefinitely after that, I guess, because he's just like Bernard, right? Bernard doesn't break down after some amount of time like Delos Sr. did. But I don't know if that's the case. If it is a download of his brain or if it's uh, host construction. Yeah. I I think I think that's kind of maybe what we're seeing with these these flash forwards to when they're on the beach like with um the advanced security team and strand and all that stuff i think that, that, that mm-hmm. that's what we're seeing we're seeing bernard like start to go with that kind of brain melt either that or he's forged talking them in circles and he doesn't know what to think hmm. i don't know just a couple of thoughts i had yeah it'd be really cool if we saw in a couple of weeks that same uh, beach scene, but from like a third camera angle that we hadn't seen before, where you see Ford like walking behind Bernard the whole time, basically, like he was there the whole time uh, as part of Bernard, but we just didn't know it at the time. I really I need to find this again because someone else I saw it on Reddit. Someone had a really really good idea for the. Um, for the finale and i think it was um people were talking about like the valley beyond and stuff being like this this big basically like warehouse full of these these bodies waiting to have um their control units put in once the software or once the um the technology has been perfected by Delos to move over to like real humans to live forever. So there's someone speculating that there's like a warehouse with all these, you know, customers that paid for it and their bodies are in like cryo sleep or something like that. And so, or their brains, I guess, like a server farm. Well, this, that's the thing is that they're thinking about like, it's like just a bunch of bodies that they can put the controls, like the control units into because the hosts have no problem going into a human body. Um, since they're already hosts 
Oh, sick. So, like, Dolores is going to get a new behind me, basically. Right. But then, you know, like, that was, like, a kind of really cool thing. And that would explain why, like, what did he say? Like, 70% of the hosts that watch up on the beach have feel like they're, like, just a basic programming with nothing on them. Okay. And so they yep. switch out, like, for an empty control unit and, and let them all die. Hmm. As sort of, hmm. like, a red herring. Isn't the last episode called The Passenger? Is it? Because that'd be awesome. I think so. <laughs> but one of the big, the big things, like the big deterrent to that, to that theory is that like, all these actors and actresses are credited in next season, and they're such like a big part of the show. Would they just throw it away, or would they do it where you would see the host that you normally would see in like season one and two, but whenever they look in a mirror, they're the new body they're in. Oh, I see what you mean. That's a good point. Yeah, like Evan Rachel Wood would just never appear except in mirrors now. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. it is called The Passenger, episode you, 10. You would see her, like, all the time, but when she looks in the mirror, you would oh, see the body that she took oh, on. Yeah. 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 Some, like, balding white dude or something. <laughs> well, I, well, I look up some more pictures real quick. Jeff, what did you think of Les, Les Escorches? I thought it was good. Can we talk about how bad the security is at this place? Uh, can we talk? Can we talk in specifics about Angela and the scene? I don't know the dude's name. That's what I was trying to look up. The uh, this the the dude the the gross mullet guy, mm-hmm. um, and how the cradle gets blown. Can we talk about Angela real quick? Because that scene. That scene was like comical, but also poignant. So tell me about tell me about the shitty security. Well, I mean, okay, so that one kind of makes sense because before they would talk about how if like you know if you look at Elsie and Bernard when they're in that in the cradle as well, they say that you know one shot goes off, it could blow the whole place. So obviously this guy's not gonna shoot because he doesn't want to blow up the place. And but he also think lets Angela get to him. Especially at the end there, with like the sexiness, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna seduce you and let me pull this grenade pen. But regardless, like these guys were brought in as like a forward operating team, like they were like the Navy SEALs of security. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't like corner her or do anything to stop her. Like that to me is kind of a little, a little hard to swallow. And then like when you see them fighting in the hallways, like where Abernathy's at, like there's plenty of times that they could have shot the hosts that were like attacking other people. It was very stormtroopersy. Yeah. Where again, stormtroopers can't get shot with every single one shot from any one in Jedi or anything. And then they can't land a single shot themselves. Exactly. It's very like henchman like. Yeah, it didn't like right. for a show that puts so much you know into detail. They kind of missed the ball on that. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if that's. And I can't. We were talking about this. I think before we started recording, where I I don't want to assume too much is on purpose. Um, but I wonder because there's such care given to everything that they do in the show, if any of that. Would it, was on purpose. Like, you, I don't think this is the case, but let's pretend that 
everything we've seen so far is is a, a narrative, is a is a story, and that even the the guards are hosts and they're part of a story, and Rachel Wood is playing out her story, and then you could understand why you know everything is stacked in the protagonist's favor on purpose because in Westworld, in like the story within the story, it's written to have the protagonist succeed, but I. I I think that that's makes... probably reaching too far to say that this is on purpose because of that reason. I can see that making sense. But I think, like, we get to... Like, for me personally, I get spoiled seeing movies like John Wick where, like, these expertly choreographed, like, fight scenes. Like, I don't know if either of you two have ever seen John Wick or John Wick 2. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. how, like, literally, like... It's not your cliche, like, action movie. Like, you literally... He has to reload counts the bullets in the magazine like all this stuff <laughs> like, is like like it's awesome <laughs> like if you haven't seen john wick you should definitely watch it. it it's fun it's it's a fun movie okay and like just everything's so expertly choreographed in that and you don't have these people like just missing shots and like oh i'm gonna shoot a clip for you know 20 seconds and not run out of ammo there are a couple times in this episode where i almost almost paused it to count bullets because in the revolvers you can see the floor facing i was like she's shot more shots than that there's too many shots in the chamber (laughs) maybe but like i can't see the left side and i i I didn't because i shouldn't care that they like maybe missed uh, an extra bullet in the chamber but they might have also gotten that right because they're meticulous um but yeah i I found myself being very archer thinking i needed to count the bullets there's a whole subreddit is a subreddit there's a whole subreddit or website or something called like Guns of Westworld. Um, I think it's a subreddit. Uh, no, range365.com slash guns of guns Westworld. And it's uh, this really good uh, analysis of like every gun that we see all the way up to the season two trailer looking at and everything. So but say I oh, also the movie I was sick. But say I've 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 shot a P ninety before and they're really weird. It seems like it'd be a, like a weird kick. It's a weird it? gun because like the way, the way you hold it, like most of the gun is going to be behind you because you hold it at the front with a little thumb, like thumb grip. Huh. Yeah. And the magazine is on top of the gun. So you have to pull it out and slide it and the bullets go like in a spiral direction out of it. It's really kind of an odd gun. Oh, okay. I'm looking at a picture. We've played, we've, uh, we, we talked about this before. What uh, Call of Duty game is the P90 game? Is it a good uh, Modern Warfare? MW2? One of those. It's a great gun in the game. It's, but I never really thought about like the mechanics of it being really weird, but the stuff is it has it's a weird like big unibody frame. It has like no recoil when you shoot it. It's kinda crazy. So, huh. so like I guess because your hand is on like the focal point near the front, like in the middle of the barrel. Yep. So you kind of have like a more stable on it. Like I think, what did I shoot that day? I shot a P90 and I shot a Scar. That's a different story. Very futuristic looking weapon. It is. And painted all red. I love the look of them. It is. They're scared future guns. All right, let's uh, let's back up and and I'm not going to go through the entire episode. We summed up the episode earlier in Slack by just saying people died. They died in quotes. Who knows? We actually died. Uh, but there's a couple of set points that we should talk about. Uh, the the Bernard 
interrogation is kind of the arc of the whole episode where Charlotte uh, interrogates Stubbs. Well, first they think that Stubbs was, um, that's what I'm looking for, uh, subterfuge, that's the damn word, trying to mess up. There's a word for this, sabotage, boom. A lot of subterfuge, but I can think of sabotage. They thought that Stubbs was trying to sabotage what they were doing. Turns out it was Bernard, because they found evidence that Teresa had been killed in one of Ford's little underground basement places. And so they figure out that it's uh, Bernard. They find the secret trapdoor uh, in, in that same laboratory. They find a bunch of old Bernards, and I guess that's the first time that they all figure out that he's uh, human, which kind of throws into question the whole... Because their, their reactions seem authentic, it throws into question the whole everything from the beach onward is a story or a simulation for Bernard's benefit because Charlotte kind of sits him down and interrogates the shit out of him. And that's most of what we see in the episode. It's kind of a flashback from Bernard's memory, quote unquote. And the torture. The days prior. Yeah. Super torture. The waterboarding. So- We've seen that before, haven't we? Where they like fuck with the host and then make, make him not be able to breathe. In season one, that happened to somebody. I can't even find it. There was someone who also had had a picture of the tablet, and showed like all the different things that they could make a host. Oh, do. really? Yeah, and it was it was pretty pretty scary. I, I it's kind of terrifying. Yeah, I, I can't find it right now, but I'll try to find it later. Yeah, find it, and if you find it, put it in Slack. We'll put it in show notes. Uh, so yeah, they they uh, torture him and try and interrogate him to I guess figure out what happened to Abernathy's control unit, and that makes a lot of sense. That's another question that we get answered, which is. We didn't really understand why Charlotte, during these kind of present day times, was asking Bernard, where is Abernathy? Because, bitch, last we saw him, he was with you. What do you mean? So now we know that in the intervening whatever's left, four days or five days, uh, Dolores takes Abernathy's brain out of his head. Very sad scene where she like bone saws it out of his head. And then they think Bernard had something to do with it going missing after that. We don't know. But he apparently, at the end of this episode, knows exactly where it is, which is Sector 16, Zone 4. Um, so the flashbacks are interesting. We see a couple of people, quote-unquote, die. Well, we see a lot of people die, which is uh, mostly the response teams destroyed by the hosts. And we see Angela die. We see what's-his-face. Uh, his name is Engels, E-N-G-E-L-S, the creepy... Control uh, response team guy that Angela blows up, and we see uh, Man in Black, quote unquote, die. We see Maeve uh, shot to hell, and when we see Maeve and Man in Black shot, basically the same numbers of times, and obviously Maeve is a host and is fine, basically. You know she is going to be passing up, but. And we see the man in black still crawling around, being shot like five times. He's got to be a host, right? There's no way he's not a host. There's no way he's not a robot. He gets shot so many times. I, yeah. Yeah. That's... My my theory is that he, since he was the the owner of the park, since Delos died, mm-hmm. Delos Sr. died, my theory is that he himself, like, died while searching in the park, and someone put his control unit into some, into like a body like that, 
and that's... They have to keep doing that multiple times, though? I, because I'm, of the body degrading thing? Yeah, I think it is. I think, personally, because he talks about like always coming back and his daughter and, and I think that's something that he that happened without telling his daughter because his daughter obviously thought that she, he was real hmm. so if he's a host hmm. I wonder who who would be replacing him after Ford died because you gotta imagine it's just like Ford and maybe one other person that would be in charge of that that's a good question. But maybe they won't. Maybe he's going to start to degrade over the next couple of episodes because it's only been a couple of days since it's been, what, at most five, six days since the banquet. <laughs> so maybe he'll start to degrade pretty soon. We see him shot a lot. He's shot first by Maeve, shoots him in the right shoulder, and then the other hosts that Maeve is mind-controlling shoot him in his arms, his other arm, his right leg, uh, and then Lawrence is woke. We learn that, that Lawrence is... Uh, that Maeve can only control kind of non-woke hosts and Lawrence she can try and convince him but there was uh, I think it was someone on the subreddit that somebody theorized that the way that Maeve kind of mind controls hosts is by becoming their kind of conscious thought their, their like inner monologue and that hosts that are that are already woke can't their, their inner monologue is their own mind like ours is and so they can kind of like tell her to fuck off a little bit. Uh, so she tries to like con con uh, convince Lawrence to shoot Man in Black, and he's about to, right? I wrote a minute. It's bye bye Man in Black. That's four gunshots. He's shot four fucking times. Somebody shot him in the stomach. I can't remember who. Um, uh, he's got a slurp juice, so he lives. He's got chug chug. Yeah, so he he's like sitting next. Yeah, he's like sitting next to a barrel. And that's the last we see of him. Should have um, built that new. I have two. I have two notes. Uh, after right after that scene, we flash back to Abernathy who's still bolted to the dentist chair in the, in, the, in the mesa, and they're trying to. There's the host, the the tech guy that's trying to like at uh, Charlotte Hale's direction is trying to transfer his brain over or something. And first, I wrote down what his host ID number is, which I just write down little snippets, thinking maybe they'll be relevant, which is JK. Zero one two four one nine eight three three four, and that's just probably a stupid part of a UI that somebody felt like they had to put in, but who knows? And that, and that the host can't transfer over because the data packets are too large. So I wrote, I see that FAT thirty two is still an issue in the future. Like, <laughs> you can't transfer over the special ultra firewire Bluetooth extra cable you have. Like, the data packets are too large to transfer. But that was a little dumb. But whatever, it advances the plot because then they have to cut it out of its head or whatever. Uh, oh, also, the first time I watched Charlotte Almost Die, I, I did have, it was a very, a very suspenseful scene until I remembered we see her alive in like a week. Yeah. And then I didn't care anymore. You knew you cared a little. I mean, kind of, because I was like, maybe she like, got sutured up and Lotus is going to look around. But. Um, she definitely, Charlotte has some balls to just start talking to Dolores. Because um, Dolores is Dolores going to fuck her up. So she does not fuck her up. Uh, badass Teddy goes and beats the shit out of the Scottish guy. Um, he, he beats him to a pulp, which is... Geez. Imagine dying to him, Teddy beat the shit out of you. Um, so, yeah, Ford left 
the cradle, which turned everything back on, I guess. Oh, and then Bernard initiated some weird shutdown of the whole thing, which I guess is like the self-destruct button. The big red push, break glass push here thing. Because it said, what was it? Uh, the, the little voice was saying, oh yeah, there's a there's a, a voice line that goes over the PA system at one point before this that says, unauthorized weapon discharge. And there's like somebody pre-programmed an unauthorized weapon discharge voice line <laughs> for the PA system. <clears throat> for the desktop. So that was going off. Yeah, that's pop. And then um, under Beethoven 7, there's the really slow motion fight scene in the control room. And then the shutdown protocol is initiated by Bernard at Ford's beckoning. And then Ford makes Bernard uh, shoot up some of the Delos peeps in a very dramatic, cool scene. Let me get back to modern day Bernard. It's being interrogated and waterboarded by Hale. Uh, and then Finn. That's the episode. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I have any new questions after this episode. I think that's why I liked it. I think they're finally trying to start wrapping things up here. At least as much to give us another cliffhanger for season two. Oh, uh, gonna do that. There's only three more episodes. Huh. Kiksuya. Kiksuya is the next one. Vanishing Point. Episode nine in the passengers ten. <sighs> so soon it's ending. This is very sad. So the uh, uh, anything else we're talking about for this one? That's I mean, it's weird. I when they don't leave me with questions, I have less to talk about. I like it. Give me more answers, Westworld. I'm fine with that. The backups is weird. Just going through my notes with it to make sure I don't miss something. Oh, is the time okay? So yeah, you you've all seen Inception, right? Yep. No. You know, in Inception, when they go, yes, you have. I have everyone's not, seen it. I have not seen it's it. It's Incepted in Beaver. You really haven't seen that movie? Correct. I have not seen it. You need to go watch the movie. It's okay. It's your homework. So one of the conceits of Inception is they can like go into people's minds or and or they have like a shared dream mind state. I remember the mechanics. But as you go into your dream. The same way, I guess, our dreams work, I guess. Uh, and then you go into a dream within that dream, and you know, these three levels deep, but don't go anymore, because then you'll be stuck in the purgatory or whatever. Uh, the time that ticks by, like each tick when you're in the dream, is slower than the level above. So if you're in the first dream uh, state, then I'm making it up, but it's three times as slow, whatever. So you can, if you sleep for an hour, dream for an hour, you get three hours of dream time. And then if you go deeper, another level, it's another three times multiplier, and so it's like nine, whatever. The, I was wondering if the cradle was similar, where is time in the cradle one-to-one uh, -one with real-world time? Or is it some it's computer at the end of the day? Is it some sped-up version of that where you know, they can do these simulations to achieve fidelity with the Bernard guy over weeks and months in the cradle? But it's like two days in the real world. We, I suspect it's one to one, but uh, I thought the other that one would be actually. Oh, really? That it's that it's some accelerated or slowed yeah. down time, mm -hmm. time scale. Yeah, I think that it's. I wonder by by how much though. Uh, I don't know if it's actually important, but I think the simulations are like way faster than real time. Because like think so of right, like, like think of yeah, how far they walked like inside 
Bernard and Ford. Oh. Yeah, 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 to the to the house. Yeah, they they like seemed like they were just like hanging out, taking their like grand old time, and then, um, like all the stuff that was happening in the cradle, or not in the cradle, um, in the mesa. Like I feel like that was much quicker mm-hmm. than what was going on inside. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, I wonder how. Uh... There, there might be like little clocks on the screen as he was looking at from episode to episode that would show how much time had elapsed. I wonder if it's significant. Because that would be interesting if you're trying to develop hosts or just minds at all consciousnesses, conscious mind, and you had the ability to train them at an accelerated rate. But maybe you're limited by, if you have a human brain like Ford, human consciousness maybe there's some fundamental limit for how how quickly that can go but he's not but he's not human though yeah that's a good point he's just like a computer brain i wonder if he is constructed no he's got to be human right how i think he's got to be human well like uh, his full consciousness uploaded the the della senior route versus the bernard route why do i think that though there's some evidence that we saw in this i think um, all those control units. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't talk about this. And why did I write this down? This doesn't seem right. So when he first goes to the cradle, and when he first sees Ford, Bernard first sees Ford and he's talking to him, uh, Ford says, don't you understand, Bernard, what this place really is? And I wrote, oh shit, is this a cradle where people pay to live forever virtually? But I don't think we have evidence of that, do we? I don't write that down. It's like a preparatory ground for them to live in. Right. That's what I felt like they were the selling. World. No, see, I thought it was the other way around. That it's a virtual thing? Mm-hmm. It's gotta be. So maybe that's the Valley Beyond. Well, no, because they say... So if they want to perfect the... The Delos Senior route. Take your brain, download it, put it back in the body. And they failed to do that. And that's the still what they're working towards. Maybe that's the test. That would be the end goal. The fidelity test. Right. Like so, live in this thing. Yeah, so maybe like um, the man in black, this is his test to get out into the real world. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if you can go through all of this you know, thinking or not knowing that you're a host, like then once then you get, you're good to get put in a body. Yeah. And you can, you can head out. Oh, I love that. That's gotta be, it has to be a testing ground because they're using it for a ton of other stuff. There's also some questions about, are there multiple cradles? Cradle line because of the other parts. So is the, and that's the question I've had for a while too, is, is the Mesa, the control hub for all parks? Just like different levels or whatever, or is that the one for Westworld? The map, I mean, every every part uh, of the Mesa. I mean, the map in the Mesa is definitely just Westworld. Westworld. But is there is there another floor in the Mesa where it wouldn't make sense to call the Mesa? It's very Westworldly name. But is there another like series of floors for Shogun World? I would assume that so. has a different thing. 
Probably. It looked it like it when in the first season at the end of it when they finally get there, didn't it? Like they went through like the floor with like the samurais from Shogun World and so like that. Remember that? Yes, but maybe that's just because the fabrication area is the same. You know, every all the yeah. the the hosts from all the parks are made there and rehabbed there. But maybe the controlling pieces, maybe the cradles. Well, the cradle wouldn't make any sense. We just do the cradle digitally or whatever. Hmm. I'm trying to look on the uh, Discover Westworld website. I want to see the the map. Signal required, Maeve. Mesa. Okay, there's nothing new in that. Boo. Oh, that's weird. There's some there's some weird lines. There's some new stuff. I don't know what's going on. Uh, so it would it would make sense if it was a virtual thing. If that because I, I mean I'd well maybe I'd maybe pay for that. We just live forever in a virtual place. But it would make more sense as a testing ground for being able to get put body later. But then is that, are we going to be like in the, it was all a dream at the end of the season, at the end of the show? That's going to piss me off. But at the end, it, it, it Ford was like, okay, William, you can go in your body now. It's like Finn, that's the whole episode, mm-hmm. or the whole, the whole series. That, that would drive me crazy. Well, I mean, so all, all the hosts are like headed to this one point, right? So I would assume yeah. this is the way out of the park. Hmm. Digitally? Like, are they going to beam themselves to the mainlands? Putting bonds? So I wonder if it's like, how are we going to do that? All get in a boat? Airplane? Well, I mean, I don't know what the method of, like, leaving the park would be. Swim? But I, think, but I think, like, okay. getting to the center of the maze. Launch pad. Yeah. Um, I think getting to the center of the maze is like the aha, this is the end of the story. You can leave. Like you can walk out through here, I guess. Past the Mm -hmm. gift shop on the way back. Through the door. Through the gift shop, yeah. Kimber Westwood, two chain. Here are the pictures from your journey. (laughs) Yeah, here's here's you on the roller coaster. (laughs) Uh, Ford's. Dog is named Jock, which is weird. The close captioning is J O C K, but I can't help but think that was probably Jock. What would a Westworld themed roller coaster be named? Uh, Brain Scramble. There's a bunch of weird wooden roller coasters here in Texas that have weird names. The the giant, the the something giant. Oh, the we buried the lead. The the key. The thing in Delos or uh, Abernathy's brain is a key, a decryption key, a failsafe for a failsafe. Whereas um, uh, catastrophe, Charlotte, Charlotte Hale says, needed only in the unlikely event of a total catastrophic incident. It's a failsafe for a failsafe. What the hell is this a key for? To de- I mean, it's like a decryption key, but what data is this meant to decrypt? And where is that data? It's gotta be like, well, uh, it's gotta be like a shutdown thing, right? Like a like an EMP for all the hosts. 
Is it the system shut down? Because didn't Bernard figure out the code? I guess so. Couldn't they? Couldn't they? Are, why would that be so hard if you really wanted to shut down the host? Why would you make the red, big red shutdown button really hard to get to? You'd have to lose in some host's brain and you had to pull it out just to run the end. It seems weird that it's that it's on the up and up. It's got to be part of what we've talked about in past episodes, which is like Charlotte's smuggling of or Dulles's shady ass data practices and something to do with that. But there's a backup decryption key or something. I don't know. That's got to be the weapon. We forgot about the weapon. I was thinking it's the yeah. I mean, I originally thought it was the decryption key to get into the cradle which clearly yeah. you can just have your head cut open and go in. <laughs> no problem it's easy peasy um i mean maybe to get the data out you need the decryption key but um yeah, yeah it would make sense if that key was needed to shut the park down and that's why they haven't shut the park down that would make sense actually yeah because they have to like shut everything down hmm. yeah would like make all of their explosives and their spine explode at the same time. Or something. <laughs> so then they would just drag themselves. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear what that is all about. Is there anything else we forgot in this episode? Uh... Anything else? Not that I can think of. The teaser for next week. Okay, I just jumped on the desk. The okay. teaser for next week is going to be all about Ghost Nation. and I didn't see I, that either. Um, oh, you didn't see the teaser? Oh, because you had Frozen frozen yeah. scene thing. Yeah. yeah, go watch the teaser. Um, it's it's like learning the entire backstory of the Ghost Nation, it seems like. There's some new chica that we see a couple of times. I guess that's Kiksuya, who the episode is named for. Um, let's see if that's the case. I don't know if that's true or not. Jasper Cole, old 49er. It's going to be good. No, it's Kohana. Julia Jones, yeah. So Kohana is a new character that we, that we learn about. So you know the Ghost Nation dude with the red hand prints on his face? I guess it's his daughter or wife or someone. And uh, we see a little bit of their backstory. And I'm really eager to hear what the fuck they're doing in the park and what their purpose is. Because they have no idea. I still can't figure it out. Uh, there's a, I'll put it, I'll put it in the shots already. There's a, an imager album of a collection of images from scenes that we've not yet seen in episodes one through seven that this dude put together uh, for stuff that have been in trailers, a bunch of different ones like season trailers or episode teaser trailers that we've just not seen yet, which does give an indication that Man in Black is not dead. The Mave is not dead. Shocking. Uh, that the Valley Beyond, oh, that Clementine is not dead also, because Clementine is like riding a horse towards some valley. Uh, Southern Valley, I think it has to do. And so we get a sense that no one's died. No one's really died. No one ever really dies. And that the Valley Beyond might be some transmission station, because there's like a weird laser beam pointed to the sky or something bizarre. 
there's some weird shit still to come in these next three episodes. So we, we are not going to run out of weird shit. But the next one we get to learn about Ghost Nation, and I'm pumped about that. So in the absence of anything else, uh, we will call it a week, and be back next week to talk about episode... Eight. Two, seven. Talk about episode eight. So thank you guys. See you in a week. Bye. Bye. Bye.